people used to say Tomb Raider was unreal when essentially what it was was controlling a woman that walked around like a forklift. In the world of conspiracies, the supernatural, and the downright spooky, there are only two men who you can trust. Dennis Lynn and Roger O'Sullivan. Or as they prefer to be called, the unexplained legends. In the 1960s, a woman in England claimed to be channeling the music of dead composers. A hoax, surely. Or was it? This week on Unexplained Legends, the story of Rosemary Brown. Welcome, listeners, to this week's episode of Unexplained Legends. I'm Roger Sullivan, and with me, as always, is... Stablo Boss Len. <laughs> Together we are the Unexplained Legends. Uh, it's a good start, Dennis, because I stumbled over my own name. There, which I don't think yeah, I've I ever done. I don't think I've ever done I've, that on the podcast. I'm in fairly good form now tonight, I have to say, but I will say the heat, the heat is coming back. Is is it like that on your side of the planet? Uh, well, I went for a jog before this podcast mm. and uh, it was what what we in the business say was hata hata hata. It was it, it was, was a road tet. It was very hot, but I I love I love overdressing in the heat for going jogging. And then getting yeah. a, a good sweat on. Yeah. And do you go do you come home and do you do you like get into a hot shower then and just make what? it even worse? What? Shower. Okay, no, no shower. No, okay. No. So you just sit there for Do you want to see my top from jogging? Yeah, okay. And for the people listening in the um the audio world, I will describe it. It is what I would say is um It's like a smiley face. It's what like, is that? That's just, that's the that's the sweat from my chest. Oh, it's the sweat from his chest. I actually thought that it was a logo. No, it's ab sweat. Yeah, it looks like um, whatever that guy's name is, uh, a Rorschach test. It looks like a it Roger does, Sweat test. It does. They, so you can tell, you know, I'm um, and you, giving it my all. Are you going to bang that straight in the wash now? Uh, no, I'd say we'll dry out. Yeah, wear it again. Yeah, why not? Yesterday's when you were sweat. Younger, when you were younger, did you ever actually... Um, like wash stuff for school or you know for training or did you just inevitably look in the bag and go oh shit i'd say i'd be there's a lot of things when i was growing up where i was very self-starting i was very mature i did a lot of my own (laughs) cooking right but i would say washing my clothes was something that i i didn't really take to when i was younger yeah you left it a big guns yeah it wasn't for me do you know what it was it was nice for mother for mother to have something to do. To be honest, right? I know how this sounds. Now I've done my washing for a long time. I'm only getting the hang of it now. Really? Yeah. The, uh, I have to say, I've seen you. I've seen you put on what I can only describe as impressive loads. Impre- thank you. Yeah. That's what people do say the about me. Impressive loads. Impressive loads. You you've you, like. <laughs> You 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 see it as a challenge. That thing yeah. has to be that thing has to be fucking full. <laughs> I'll tell you, there's one man, <laughs> one man who could beat me in that World Cup of washing machines, right? And it's a it's a lad we bought. No, he came up with the podcast a couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago, about a man who hadn't worn shoes in two years and cut his feet when he went on holidays. Right? That's a real sentence. But I'm telling you, that lad, he'd pack it full, and not only that, he'd put it on for a dryer or like a dry then for two hours afterwards. And you'd come home and you'd smell clothes burning. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, do, do you know well, I think we've been through this before. But the, if you open up a washing machine, they're like they're not very high tech. No, they're not. Just a barrel and, and, we, a, and a cement block. <laughs> we had um, <laughs> we had uh, um, we had a washing machine before in an apartment he used to live in back in Ireland with the same guy. <laughs> yeah. And oh really? Was it? We would, we, we had two things going on. One, we had a thing we called the bird, right? No, I don't, I don't think anyone should do this, right? Right, do not do this. But the bird, you know when a fire alarm goes off? Oh, no. I know exactly what this is. When, it, when it's running out of battery, it just emits this little chirp, like quite frequently. But I will say that, that you, can, you can get used to it and almost train it out of your head if you leave oh, yeah. it there for long enough. But like guests would call over and they'd come in and go like, guys, what the hell is that? And then we'd laugh and say, oh, that's our bird. 
um, which is a terrible thing. But the other thing was the, uh, the washing machine um, just going along with our maintenance things that we just never got fixed. The washing machine at one point, right, sounded like an Apache helicopter inside in our kitchen. Like it was unbelievable. It was, like, boop, 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 boop. It was so loud. Right? <laughs> I know. I know what's happened unbelievably loud right and then one day <laughs> because we'd have headphones on so we wouldn't really care like but um i mean it was terrible for our neighbors one day the thing like sounded like the washing machine had left the building like it went out the door it um the barrel sheared off inside <laughs> in the washing machine because we were putting so much clothes into it and so it was just a barrel flying around inside in it um but the guy came over to to fix it uh, but we said we think there's something wrong with the washing machine, <laughs> and he and he opens it up, and the whole thing just fucking falls out. And he's like, "Yeah, think there's something wrong with the washing machine, do you guys?" Oh my god! Uh, the same, the same guy, um, remarkably, managed to do something similar to his own car, if I remember correctly. Uh, he did. Yeah, he um, he took the. He was, dri- was driving along one day. I mean, we should really get this lad on and just talk to him for a bit. Yeah. Uh, even though he'd deny all the stories. He's so he an unexplained a- legend. <laughs> he is. He was driving along one day and I heard um, unmerciful scraping on the ground right outside. And he was looking around to see what it was. thought it was a different car, even though it was coming from underneath his car. <laughs> and he got out and the entire exhaust, like the catalytic convo- converter <laughs> all the way up to where it goes into the engine, uh, hung off and fell off in the middle of like cork. Uh, gridlock traffic and he had to drive <laughs> when you don't have when you don't have an exhaust on a car right it is the loudest it is <laughs> it's the loudest fucking thing in the world he had to drive into a mechanic at like five o'clock on a friday when they're all leaving and like beg them to put the exhaust oh back on the car uh, gas man well dennis, anyway raj well, what are we doing this uh, week well on the back of that dennis you mentioned sounds Right, you uh-huh. mentioned sounds. You mentioned noises. Well, how about music? <laughs> oh, very good. Okay, yeah, music. Yeah. See, let me think. Can I guess? Okay, go on. Can I, uh, we're going to do the brown note. No, no, but but okay. what threw me there is we actually are talking about somebody called Brown. Okay, called all right. Rosemary you must have been thinking. Brown. You must have been thinking, oh, is he after getting this? Yeah, I was like, if he, if this is more common than I think it is, if this is more known, I'll be fucking furious. They, we're, we're doing, Dennis, a very interesting case of somebody who, get this, right? They were composing music from beyond the grave. So they were dead? No, they were getting music from beyond oh, okay. the grave. Okay. All right. So there was a ghost or something giving them what I assume is some sort of tips, some notes, yeah. and they were making the music. Yeah. A very, very famous, very famous ghost. In fact, actually, a number of famous ghosts. It, oh, actually, me- do you know what? I think there's a chance, just thinking about this now, these might be some of the most famous ghosts we've ever featured on the podcast. Was was one of them, did one of them star as a dog in a, in a movie in the 90s? Um, yeah, maybe, perhaps, perhaps. Yeah, I think perhaps. so. With the, Dennis, this we're doing, we're doing something called, uh, we're doing something by a woman called R- Rosemary Brown, and what's referred to as her musical seances. All right. Okay. Is that, well, is that without further ado. It has set me on fire. I'm very interested to see what this is. You're ready to go. Well, in that case, Dennis, we'll crack on with the lamestream narrative. Born in 1811 in Dobryan. In the Kingdom of Hungary, Franz Liszt would grow up to be one of the most influential and respected composers of the Romantic period. Known for his virtuoso piano playing, as well as his constant evolution and experimentation across his hundreds of compositions, he worked tirelessly until his death. And perhaps, 
as some claim, even worked tirelessly after it. As supposedly one Rosemary Isabel Brown became his apprentice in the afterlife. All right, so let me get this straight, right? This guy from somewhere that we definitely both can't pronounce, right? Whoa, whoa, he whoa. Was, what, what? There's nothing wrong with my pronunciation of Dorian. I'm just saying you just don't make it easy for yourself at the start. I just I would have put that a couple of words in, you know, give yourself a little bit of a go. But you're saying this guy is a legitimate musician, world-renowned. You know him. Are you honestly telling me you've never heard of List? Never in my life. Are you are you shitting me? No, I know you love demonstrating your knowledge, right? No, no, that, right? not my and knowledge. We can say this three, four, five General more times knowledge. if you want. General knowledge. But, but I just want to clarify that this is a legitimate guy, yeah? Yeah. Go- Listen, yeah, okay. do you, no, do yourself a favor. Just now, Google Google friends list. What's your favorite song? By him. Well, yeah. I couldn't really name a song. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> but he's very good, though, is he? Well, he's, he's famous. Yeah, I know, I get he's famous. I was just clarifying it for people who don't know him, you know. Not everyone is going to be listening to him, you know. It's not, he's not well, Elvis, Dennis. I'm not gonna I'm yeah. not gonna say like, oh, oh, ain't nothing but a hound dog. He's not like that, right? He's like a composer. Yeah, yeah. So like I don't know, some concerto probably. Okay, yeah. Concerto number four or something, yeah, perhaps. Probably. All right, okay, yeah, he comes up here, very, very, uh, very famous. It says very next, to, very next to his name there. I says, can't um, believe you've never heard of List. Have you? When, when did you first come across him? No, I, genuinely, I've, I've, I've known about List since I was a, a wee lad. Did you get in early, like? I, I'd say I got in fairly early. The yeah, I, what age do you think? The if I'm being totally honest, probably fourteen, fifteen in music class. Oh yeah? yeah, yeah, that's that's where you get it. That's where you get it. Yeah, but but a lot yeah. of people, a lot of people, apparently, I'm learning now, don't even know list. They don't know the old hits. Self discovered in music class. Okay, cool. That's, re- that's very um, um, surprising. You've never heard of list. I'm not trying to make yeah, you feel. I don't feel like that. Okay. I, I'm sure. I'm not trying to I, make I've you just... feel bad. You know. Are you Are you trying to make me feel bad? No, though? I'm not. I just said I'm not. <laughs> Are you trying to make yourself feel superior a little way? No, little I'm, not. I'm not. Honestly, it was sheer, genuine, honest to God shock. <laughs> That's, and we've got whatever, 60 something episodes, mostly about aliens and ghosts. This is the first time <laughs> I've been shocked. This is it. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't All right. believe that. Yeah. So this very genuine, very well-known composer, right? Of the yeah. romantic period, right? Um, he... Oh, he's got wiki up now. <laughs> I don't have it there. I don't have it there. I just remembered your words. Um, and so he was very famous and he died and then he said you know what I'm not done yet yeah so he said Roger needs more music I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it on to this Rosemary Brown person yeah yeah so not quite but we'll listen we'll find out right born into a modest family in London in 1916 Brown was not accustomed to the works of classical composers like yourself, I guess, actually, in this case. Here, I could be next in line. Yeah. Maybe someone will be visiting me. Franz Ferdinand will be giving me a tune <laughs> dead. Okay, so just write da, 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 da. Okay, you got You're that. going too fast. Have You're you, going too fast. Have you got that, Dennis? Um, <laughs> I love that we've we've acted like um, like it's not a band and it's Mr. Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, oh, go on, sorry. No, I just always see the lead singer as the band. Oh, ah, yeah. That that to be honest, that is true. Mi- you know, Mr. Motley Crew. Yeah, I don't know like Arctic Monkeys or any of those uh, bands. Like, I just know that guy's haircut. That's it. Mr. I don't know. Metallica. I couldn't. I couldn't stab anyone else. <laughs> so Dennis, right? However, right, Miss Miss Brown. Like I said, she didn't. Co- she didn't. Well, she wasn't up with all these fancy classical composers. Now that you and I, well, I would not. My about, kind of woman, right? My kind of woman. However. She had an amazing experience at the age of seven when the spirit of a man appeared to her with long white hair and a flowing black Cossack. What, what are you laughing at? It's better not be Santy. <laughs> no. Santy Claus. Oh, I hope you've been a good little girl. No. So the spirit of an old man, right? And he told her at the age of seven, he was a famous composer and he would make her a famous musician someday. 
Rosemary was shocked by this. But over time, given the lack of follow-through from her spiritual teacher, she put the experience out of her mind. So he never came back. He basically visited her and said, here, I'm going to make you a star. Didn't come back. Yeah, just disappeared. So she did she did she start learning like to try and get ahead or anything? I'd be under serious pressure if a ghost came and said, "Here, I'm gonna give you all my music." I'm like, "Lad, you need to give me a few years and some online classes because I'm fucked." So that's kind of what happened, okay? Because years later, right, she happened upon a picture in a book of one Franz Liszt. You wouldn't recognize him, obviously, and she I would know. She immediately like saw the picture and went, "That's the man." That's the spirit that I encountered. I will say for anyone who doesn't know who Franz Liszt is, um, he's a very recognizable face. Mm. I will give her that. Like you, you would definitely know it's him and, and very recognizable hair as well. He's, he's one of these men as well who he was ghostly in life. Yeah, he does. He looks and you know what? He looks annoyed. He looks constantly pissed off. Oh, you'd say so. Yeah. Well, I mean, judging by his frowny face. Even though, to be honest, in one of the pictures, he actually looks quite um, jovial, quite happy. Ah, I wouldn't go jovial. No, no. Nah, he looks, he looks, he looks a bit of a mess. But um, carry on. So eventually, right at the age of fifteen, Rosemary acquired a second-hand upright piano. This is kind of like what you were saying, and she began to take some lessons on the instrument. However, she was only of reasonable aptitude. Hmm. Still, no fame. Or contact came from her spectral teacher. So she's done a bit of a uh, bit of homework, but he's still not turning up. Who would you like to visit you to teach you some music? This is one hundred percent true. If you fucking say, Franz. No, <laughs> no, I I couldn't give a damn if fucking if if Liszt came to teach me. The but this is true, right? Two things. Firstly, Mm -hmm. when I was a teenager, I had this overwhelming, like nearly fear that when I started playing guitar, that I was going to be visited by the ghost of Kurt Cobain. Really? Why? Because I didn't like Nirvana that much. But why would he come, why would he visit you to say like hey why don't you listen to he'd, us? No, he'd visit me and he'd be like I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I'm, I'm gonna give you my my magical powers and I'd have to pretend I was way more into Nirvana than I really was. It's kind of like the paranormal experience of being called up on stage at a concert that you went to a, with a friend and you don't really know any of the lyrics yeah. and they ask you to sing. Exactly, yeah, that's exactly. Or it's like when. Um, <laughs> When my my mom, while she was out for a meal, when uh, when when we were much much younger, I, I would have been like a, nearly a baby, I'd say. But the she nearly a baby, nearly a baby, <laughs> nearly there. She um she, she was pregnant. Uh, I um uh, the, she happened upon the cores eating in the same restaurant yeah. and went over and asked for autographs for my two sisters. Uh, only to discover when she got home that my two sisters could not give a shit about the chorus. Well, at least it was the chorus. Well, actually, was it? Actually, do you know what? As I was telling that story, I thought <laughs> it might not have even been the chorus. Do you think she just got, like, as in, there's a couple of different things. One, it wasn't the chorus. She went over there and said it. She they obviously it signed it because they thought, they thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Or, yeah, number two, made up the whole thing and just got people to sign it. That That could have been possible. And then she was like, even more disappointed. I, I can tell you something that's 100% true, and it might mm. blow your mind equally, is that when I, when, when I was a kid, my family, we went on holidays to Galway, and we pulled in. We pulled in. Why are you laughing? <laughs> no, you oh. just said Galway as if it was like Atlantis. Yeah, yeah. yeah it on. was to us. It was to us. <laughs> and, and we went to yeah, Sneem. <laughs> the Did I tell you about when I once got a recommendation from Booking.com? It said we've looked at when this is when I was booking a lot of places around Ireland to do gigs. It says we've we've seen all of the places you're going to, and we reckon you'd love Sneem. And I, <laughs> <laughs> it was like a statistical anomaly. No one has ever loved Sneem, but in Galway, right? We 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 pull up. Uh, both of my parents teetotal, don't drink or anything. So we'd rarely, they're not accustomed to going to pubs and stuff like that. But they went into a pub so that we could get a meal. Go into the pub, sit down, and are about to order food when 
somebody comes in and a band starts playing in the corner. And my parents mm. go, oh, no, we couldn't stand the music going on while we were eating. Got up and left. Who the fuck do you think? Who do you think came in and performed? No words. <laughs> this, really, Who the fuck do you this, think is a re- this is a really stupid, stupid guess, but I'm going big. Go on. Metallica. No, no, it was Sinead O'Connor. Oh, okay. Sinead O'Connor came in and just started performing in the corner of the pub, and my parents were like, "That's it, we're out." We we didn't come. We didn't come for music. To be honest, she would have been pretty like nice to listen to as well. It was. It wouldn't even have been like let's say if it was like traditional music or something that could be a little bit bit annoying. But if it was Sinead O'Connor, it'd probably be quite nice to have at your dinner, no? Oh yeah. Like, there's a good ch- chance that, like, they would have been on anyway, just on the radio. I, my my mother um, once was in town just doing her, like, shopping or whatever, right? She spent, like, several hours in town every Dennis. single day. Dennis! And, and <laughs> stop. And <laughs> that's, I'm going back into my childhood. But, uh, yeah, she'd be wandering around. And uh, one day she came back and she goes, uh, there was an awful lot of commotion in town. Um, I don't know who it was. But I went right up to him and I got an autograph for you. And she showed him a piece of paper and it says Jack Charlton on it. <laughs> <laughs> now, for anyone who doesn't know who that is, that's a, a legendary football player and manager of Ireland um, who was just like a phenomenon in Ireland at one point. But my mother didn't even recognize him. But anyway, where the hell are we, right? So um, she has, she's gone off doing a couple of music lessons. Yeah. She's playing a, an upright piano, right? Um, and, she, and she's really, she's no good, to be honest. She's fine. Yeah, and she's not even... She's not even using the demo on the Casio keyboard or anything. Yeah. She's going for it, but she's not great. No, she's medium talent. Right. Okay. As I was writing this as well, actually, I did have a slight fear of what if she comes and visits me. Um, mm. yeah, I wouldn't like that either, right? So so, um, so eventually, right, right, like I said, um, that he, she started to learn piano and uh, he's still no, no sign of him. That was until Dennis, in 1964, List finally reappeared to Rosemary. So this is this is what well, like almost 50 years later. But, it's it's relatively recent though, and to, you know, like is it when you mentioned 1811 or whatever at the start? Yeah. Like I mean, we're in the 60s now, so she could have a pretty good career ahead of herself. Yeah, that's you know? true. That's true. She's she could be going head to head with the Beatles, mm-hmm. right? So he finally reappeared to her and he informed her that he, that her time had come. He would begin to dictate pieces to her, which he had come up with in the afterlife, and Brown would transcribe them for him. So successful was this relationship, it seemed that Liszt would go on to recommend her to his other ghostly composer friends, as she would eventually end up transcribing posthumous compositions for over a dozen different composers, including Brahms, Bach, Mozart and your friend of mine, Beethoven, to name just there a few. There he is, best movie in the nineties. Yeah. So that that was that's pretty great though, because a lot of the time they say, you know, oh, work for me, you'll get great exposure, yeah. you don't get paid, and it never really turns out. But in this case, it seems like it has turned out for. She's got a lot of like beyond the grave work. Yeah, yeah. He recommended her. He was like, listen, honestly, I can't speak highly enough of her. Um, and so. Do we know then, like how how these um, obviously very very legitimate pieces of music uh, that were transcribed? Do we know how they like match up? Uh, like, have you have you have you listened to like let's say a piece by Beethoven, a piece by Rosemary Brown, or whatever? Put a put a pin in that. Yeah. Okay. Put a pin in that. Okay. So no. <laughs> no, no. Put a pin. I said put a pin in that. A pin in it. Right. Rosemary Dennis. She claimed each composer had their own style of dictating. Right, List, for example, he would control Rosemary's hands, actually, like putting them down on the on the piano. Schubert would sing his compositions to her, and then she'd okay. she'd have to write them out from that. And Beethoven and Bach, they were pretty straightforward. They're just dictating notes. They're just like E minor, E minor, G flat, just. Yeah, that sound. That's way better that way. I think you the, think the so. Singing, yeah, the singing is much much more difficult. Oh, oh well, there probably is a bit of interpretation going on when she when he's singing to her, you know. Yeah, like she, she probably is putting a bit of her own flair into those. Bit of a bit of a spin in it. Maybe she preferred that way, you know. Do you know what? Maybe as well. Um, to be honest, if it was me, yeah, there is there is something to be said here of once you get the rest of the ghosts on board, 
Maybe just don't credit them. Like, when did she start crediting them? Immediately. Day one. Immediately? Yeah. Oh, so do you think she was doing this, though, just as kind of like a little bit of a marketing ploy? Because it would sound better. Like, you know, it's like, oh, these are my stuff. But also Beethoven from the grave gave it to me. I, I mean, that would that would pique my interest. Uh, I don't see her doing that. Yeah. Well, why don't you see her doing that? Why do you think it's more likely that it's a ghost giving her um, notes from beyond the grave and recommending it to his ghost friends? Because well, you'll find out later in 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 what what I in my research. But it she yeah. it was it would have been impossible for her to do this to write these. Yeah, pieces. she wasn't. She wasn't at any level close to it beforehand. That'd be actually quite interesting to see, like if she, her her previous song. Yeah. Versus her first release of the Ghost Boys, but she never, she never made any original compositions outside of Ever. outside of the Ghosts. Yeah, because she couldn't she, do it. It's she couldn't the, do it. It's as simple as that, Dennis. But is there any skill involved in transcribing? Oh, like, there, or, there is a bit of skill. Yeah, yeah. Um, would she play it afterwards? Yeah, not up to speed. Okay. <laughs> you know, Half speed. Yeah. Like she's not, she's she not gonna, half speed. Yeah, she's not going to be able to get it, uh, get it spot on, you know. But she would, she would, yeah. She, she, yeah, she would. Yeah. And you're speaking from your research there, not just kind of just going along and just saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's fully researched. Okay, it's fully researched, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, cool. Right. No, I'm just wondering. I'm just trying to get a level of her musical skill, like versus what you'd need to transcribe or play this stuff. So you're claiming that she, she, jo- well, I'll tell you this: you wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. No, I definitely yeah. wouldn't be able to do it. But I'm just wondering then, would a ghost, like, is a ghost moving her hands when she's playing it afterwards? No. Okay, no. so she does have the skill then to play the music. At, at probably not full speed, I said. Okay, but what I'm just trying to get at, if she does have the skill to play the music, then there's a good chance that she can compose the music. No. No, not no. really. Okay. You know what? You have to <laughs> yeah, not, re- no. not really as really sank me. No, because the she can't go as fast as what they're actually composing. So she can't play the, the piece actually up to speed. Probably. Uh, and that is something oh. <laughs> Wow. Well, my line of questioning ends with the probably. All right, where where are we? Okay, okay. Well well we're we're just at the point now where he list has recommended her to a load of other guys. She's gotten a lot of referral work. Okay. Yeah. And she she's dictating for some of the best of them. Dennis, eventually these works come to the attention of the musical world. And remarkably, they did indeed give Rosemary the fame that Liszt claimed she would have. While many were understandably skeptical, like you, and saw Rosemary's works as nothing more than, and this is in quotation marks, charming tributes, there were those who had doubts about their doubts. Most notable of these... Sorry? What? What does doubts about their doubts mean? You've never heard that phrase? No, not until now. Doubts about their doubts. So they have doubts about her. You obviously have some doubts. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're going to have doubts. A woman's just told you that she's composing for uh, a ghost. A woman's got nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. A person has just told you. A person has just told you that... that so, so, sorry, Google has gone off. Google thinks I'm fucking talking to it. <laughs> Fuck off, Google. <laughs> Fuck, that's not what you say to Google. So, wait, you're saying you have doubts about this too as well then? Uh, well, like, when I first found out about it, I had doubts before I researched it. Okay, all right. When I researched but now you're it, now you fully doubted your doubts. Yes, mm. my doubts. I have no faith in my doubts. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm de- right, I, listen. I have no faith in my doubts right now. Okay, okay, okay. I'm on board. So most notable, probably Dennis, of these is it? Well, you, you're smiling away there again. <laughs> smiling <laughs> away. A big grin on your, your face, as if you're used. Your use of language, most notably, probably. It's like, it's like you're saying probably on the side of your mouth. I didn't mean to say probably there, right? <laughs> I didn't. Uh, most notable of these being Humphrey Serrell, a list expert who was the composer, not the, not like the... The Tesco shopping <laughs> yeah. thing, yeah. Um, 
<laughs> a list expert who once wrote about one of her pieces, right? And he wrote the following. Are you ready? Are you ready for it, Dennis? Yeah. Right. Take take this in now. Really drink this. Okay. In. No, I will. Right. I will. It is certainly. Her, they're talking about the piece now. The piece is certainly in keeping with Liszt's experimental style, being mostly written in single notes in each hand. It's highly chromatic, and one hand is written in 5-4 time against 3-2 in the other. The latter is not a thing that Liszt ever did, as far as I know. (laughs) Hang on. But it is the sort of thing he might have done Oh. Might have done, yeah, yeah. Uh, as I said, this is referencing this is referencing him saying this previously. As I said in my broadcast, he mentioned this in the radio, right? Which was reproduced on the record sleeve without my knowledge. So this is of a, of a record of this piece. Since then, Fiona and I, it actually goes off a bit. He's talking with his wife now. Uh, (laughs) Since then. We've split up. It's not going well. Since since then, Fiona and I have got to know Rosemary well and believe her to be perfectly genuine. Even if the dictated pieces, even if the pieces dictated to her, sorry, by dead composers are not masterpieces, although some of them are very nice works, she has had no technical training in composition and could not possibly produce pastiches like, say, those by Joseph Cooper in his TV program, Face the Music. Uh, some, some of that kind of gets lost out of context. Yeah. 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 So what do you make of that? What do you make of, what do you make of that? I would say, Raj, I don't know if you're getting a different reading from it, but I, I don't think it's the greatest endorsement it's in keeping with his experimental style, which experimental style allows you to get away with everything. And also saying that her style and what was actually composed isn't really like that guy at all. But he basically then kind of said, but look, maybe if you had more time, he might have done it. But like, if he had more time, maybe he would have done a million things, you know. This, maybe he would have been an S Club 7, <laughs> like, I don't know. This is probably S Club 6 now. This is probably the most shocked I've been by the, us diverging on, on why I take that completely the opposite way. Maybe it's because I'm a musician. But you came out the you came out the you came, <laughs> you came out the uh, how many records have you sold? <laughs> All right, um, so <laughs> hey, you came out the you came out the traps at the start, right? Yeah, and um, you basically kind of said that she wrote pieces that lived up to like Mozart or. Or Beethoven, the dog from the nineties, right? <laughs> yeah. But but now we're saying that they're like barely pastiches. Like they're they're just okay works. They're not masterpieces. They're not masterpieces. Yeah, but why would these guys whose like careers are now, you know, like they're masters of their work, why would they then say, you know what I need to do? I need to go back. I need to give this woman who can barely play piano mm. some kind of, you know, B sides and get those released as well. Well, just just like if you're thinking about it, because because right. the other thing to remember as well, right? And this is this is what I don't think you're contemplating right. is how does she know that they're actually legitimate? If the, no, I'm saying they oh, are goals. Okay, yeah, yeah. How does she know that they're actually them? Like, what what do they have a, a like an ID they can give her? Like, what they can't? How do they prove it? Okay, right. Keep a hold of that for the theories. Keep a hold oh, yeah. of that for the theories. Okay. What I would say to you is, if you let me take you on a little walk here, right? You, you go to the gym, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You go to the gym. <laughs> the the uh, what? Well, and let's say let's say you're going to the gym a lot, yeah, yeah. And you're like you're doing good good times on the on the rowing machine, okay? Yeah. Or yeah, you, I'm always on that yeah. thing. Yeah. And you're like you're going for your what's the thing called the speedometer? No, the the treadmill. Yeah, you're doing a lot on the treadmill. Good times, putting up good times, and that you're lifting. You're lifting big weights, yeah. Let's say, yeah, yeah, let's yeah, yeah. say, you stop going for a few months or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, then all of a sudden, you start going again. Are, are you going to be? Are you going to be hitting those highs of when you were going the whole time? Be honest. Be honest. 
No, you're not, no, right? You're not. And, and I totally get your point. I totally get your point. But let's say... They, these lads, Dennis. But wait, wait. No, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, right? But let's say they come back. Yeah. Uh, you you come back after after a time. You haven't been running that much. You do a lot of running, you were saying, right? Yeah, yeah, you do yeah. a lot of sweating and running. And you decide, you know what? I'm just back half an hour running. I'm going to enter a 10K race. See if I can win it. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Like, why would they release music? If they're rusty, Dennis, like surely they can get a piano or something going behind. Like they don't. To be honest, these guys don't even need pianos. They they can just do it in their Dennis, heads. Dennis, some of these lads, they've been out of the game for a hundred years. They're <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna need a few flops before they get the their fucking time? rhythm back. When was the last time you went to the gym? Eighteen twelve. <laughs> yes, you're not going to be. You're not going to be able to 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 put out the hits. So you only have a finite amount of time to get this woman to dictate stuff for you. So you'll make do, yeah? So, you, so you're just saying that they're out of practice. Well, that's, how, that's how, how many problem. living artists do we know that go completely off the ball as they get older? Yeah, but that's different. Like they're not they, their careers span decades. They've got their stuff done and then they do some shit at the end. That's what these so lads just, are doing. That's, they that's never got a chance to do their stuff. shit. Half of these guys probably died penniless. I'm just saying, <laughs> no. like, t- why, why, why would they do it? Why would they release substandard music for guys who are obviously perfectionists? Makes no sense. Like, if you can give me a reason why they would, why they would do it, like, let's say they know it's substandard. Why would they do it when they're rusty? Because they wanted to get it out there. They don't think it's rusty. They think so. Oh, so, okay. So what you're saying is they're surrounded by yes men. Yeah, they're in heaven, Dennis. Yeah, so, so they're saying this is the best, best you've it's ever done. So all, very all, few all, people, very few people up in heaven. Give me a reality check. You're you're yeah. humming stuff to them, Schubert or whatever is hum, humming away some stuff. <laughs> Jesus up there going, Jesus, I'd say that's what you're best. He goes, oh, no. drink Jesus, drink Jesus. Time to hang around. With them. <laughs> yeah, he's just walking by. He goes, like a team leader in the office or something. He's like walking by and he goes, geez, I'd say that's one of your best now. Schubert, <laughs> Schubert, he's like, I got to get down there. I got to get this. So you're basically saying that like heaven is like some sort of American imaginary suburbia. Yeah. Where people are out just working on their music. Jesus is walking by. And no, this is your theory. Jesus is walking by. And people <laughs> are just being really friendly in heaven. Yeah. And it's, it's giving them a big head because they're not really as good as they used to be. Yeah. You know, Even though in in heaven, I assume that they would probably be at their absolute prime because that's where they'd be happiest. No, no, it's not. The standards are lower. That's why everyone's happy in heaven. Wait, is everyone <laughs> old in heaven? Everyone, everyone, there's. They might not look old, but they they have. They're old up here, you know. Standards gone. Yeah, <laughs> Joe. You know, we've we've all seen that meme of like David Bowie and Jimi Hendrix. All those lads, like, oh, they're jamming in heaven. They'd be. It would be shit. Not just because their musical styles wouldn't gel. It would be shit because everyone's yeah. telling them it's great. And one of them's David Bowie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Joe, <laughs> honestly, Joe, Joe, Joe ruined uh, David Bowie for me. The music. The, <laughs> yeah, I have to yeah. say. But no, so that's that's what I think is going on. All right, so you just think they're 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 being mollycoddled yeah. in heaven, yeah, because everyone's very positive. They're out of practice. They feel they see um, a chance to release their music on Earth. And they give it, even though they probably know it's not their best. Deep down, they know it's not their best. And they're giving it to a person who can't even play it very well. Yeah. That's what they've okay, done. Cool. I know it sounds Good. remarkable, but that's what they've remarkable. done. Remarkable? Yeah. I don't know if it sounds remarkable. Well. Like, you know, discovering x-rays or something, that's, <laughs> that's remarkable. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dennis, right, Rosemary Brown would sadly pass away in 2001. At the age of eighty-five, having fulfilled that, what? Sorry to interrupt, but that's that can't be classified as sadly. What do you mean? She's not immortal, like she, yeah, but she could have had another ten years. She could, she could have made two thousand eleven. Yeah, <laughs> would have been less sad, I okay. think. Right, uh, right. She died having fulfilled, remarkably having fulfilled the prediction that List told her at the age of seven. That is pretty amazing. Whatever you think about the rest of it, right? It remains to be seen. Wait, wait, no, sorry, but couldn't she? Are you saying it's amazing as if that was like chronologically happened like that? And she couldn't have just made it up afterwards? It did happen like that. That's what she said. I mean, you're assuming that it happened no, like that. No, she told me the other time. 
I forgot to tell you, actually, her family commonly were held to have supernatural powers. Completely slipped my oh. mind. You see, if you told me that at the start, it would have been a totally different episode. I meant to keep that in the research. I genuinely, but I forgot it, right? It remains to be seen if Brown herself will ever decide to appear to another willing transcriber. Or if indeed, if indeed, don't, don't joke, or if indeed the composers will ever reappear to somebody else on Earth. However, her works, Dennis, are featured in the 2013 album A Musical Seance. And to this day, they remain <laughs> unexplained. Very good. Very, very good. No. And if you want to get a hold of that album, just use Litz2020 <laughs> uh, discount code at checkout. Well, so why did you advertise her album there? Because I wanted us to listen to it. No. Well, yeah. Is oh, okay. Can we listen to uh, uh, like some lits now, or is that is that gonna? Oh, it's probably good. That, that I, if we're not, we could be in trouble. Yeah. He's very litigious. Can you hum a bit just to give me an idea? Uh, I think. Do you know what? It's beyond my humming capabilities. Okay, fair enough. It's. Um, I. I think. To be honest, it's funny you say. It's funny you say that because to me, that's. I don't care about that at all. About, about, about if they what? sound alike. Because, like, we already know he was experimental. He was changing the whole time. He was a chameleon. Do you know? He's, I mean, you know what? She picked well. She picked well. But she didn't pick. She got she got the right ghost He, for he this. picked well. Yeah. And then she got very big for her boots. And she said, you know what? I'll give a crack off Mozart. And then people were like. You should, is, you should have stayed your lane. <laughs> so I thought, I thought maybe if you, if you look up. Um, on on YouTube, if you if you just look up a musical seance, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm gonna look up a musical seance now by who is it again? Well, by by oh. list really, um, but it it will probably say Rosemary Brown. Ro- it'll probably it'll say because she's say. the one who released it, and he was dead about two hundred years. Um, okay, very nice album cover, I will yeah, say. You got it. Uh, this I just think it's important. I'm watching a video that oh, she's actually a video of her here, but um, I, this video was uploaded four years ago. Um, Nine thousand views. Now my musical ear. Oh, Dennis! Really? You're you're while you're listening to that, your audio is cutting out a bit. Oh, sorry. Okay, so what I was saying there just during that is that it's um, it's someone playing piano very, very quickly. Um, a fine piece of music, but certainly no masterpiece. Be- um, no, there's, Beyond her, there's a guy here. There's a guy here, right? Um, and he's called um, Jessian Cavalcanti, right? He, he, he Commenting? Four, four years ago, he put down this comment, right? Um, Bagatelle in E-flat, moment musical, impromptu in F minor, right? He says these are inspired by Beethoven, um, Schubert, um, Chopin, if you know him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love Chopin. Um, uh, and then in uh, 1541, we have De Pussy as well as another guy. And and Greg. Greg oh, good old um, Greg. another guy. And Schumann. So, yeah, people are saying it. Um, uh, this person, uh, just to give you an idea of, like, kind of, I suppose, people from your side of the tracks... Mm-hmm. Uh, this person here says, outstanding music from a wonderful personality, sincere woman, and one of the greatest mediums of our time. Yeah. Um, this person, though, says she was an absolute genius creating original work based on a famous classical no. composers. Do you think, though, that this was kind of, you know, something like she was maybe like the Mr. Beast of her time? You know what I mean? Like, you know, she's doing like big, big Whoa, massive public stuff. This year, well, in this video, I... I channel the the music of eleven dead composers over twelve actually. But uh uh no, I think honestly, Dennis, I think she was genuine. I yeah I, so I'll I'll say this to you, okay? Before we, we crack on with the theories. I think whatever she did, she believed what she said. I have to say that this is an argument that has been seeping into the podcast lately, and I will not stand for it. That's not a good enough reason. I, why not? Just because because you're saying you're saying you're basically kind of saying in parenthesis 
you're saying like it's true because they're mental. No, that is what even though that is one of my theories, right? But (laughs) that's your self help book. (laughs) It's true because they're mental. No, I I think I just think I told you I thought you'd enjoy today's episode. You thought you'd think it was a cool. I thought this one would have you. I thought what, what, what part? What part of this did you think would happen? I thought. Well, I thought you know. I thought you'd know who List was. To be, oh, here we go. Well, I'll be. I'll be honest. The moment. The moment you said who's List, I could feel the there was no purchase Sorry. on the rod as I was reeling it back in. Could you give that back to me there again? What? What did I say? Uh, who's List? Oh, there it is. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't know what county I'm from. The, the minute. The minute that 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 came out of your mouth, I thought. Well, hang on. There, there's no fish on this hook. All right, so you're now going to present us with some theories. Yeah, some theories. Light theories today. Light theories. Yeah, light, light theories. A light smattering. But I'm just wondering, what can your theories be around this when it's pretty straightforward that you have said that this is what you think it is? Is that there are ghosts giving her music? Like, well, how can a theory come come in? This? Okay, first theory, it's ghosts giving her music. <laughs> <laughs> How did I know I, that, that was going to happen? That's the first theory. It's so now you're, can I just say that your first theories have now changed from it is true, right? Which I obviously picked, I had a massive issue <laughs> in the last couple of episodes, to now just saying the title pretty much. Yeah. Or the tagline of the episode yeah. as the first theory. So. Okay, well, okay, yeah, we've, we've spent, you know, a long time discussing that theory. Theory number two? Theory number two is that she was intentionally lying to okay. dupe the world and to, to become famous. And I think it worked, didn't it? No, I don't think... Oh, well, she did become famous, but I don't think... She, I don't believe that theory. Yeah. Did you watch... Uh, was there any inkling? Like, did she ever wink when she was saying stuff? No. She was Did people very check sincere. her hand behind her back? She was very genuine. Even that, yeah. that quote I read you. They said she was very genuine. Okay. And do you think it would be... Do you think there's really people in the world that could keep up a hoax for that long? I personally think something would slip. Yeah. Something would slip or you'd go too far. You should accidentally pick a composer who is still alive. Something like that would go wrong. So you think a hoax would eventually come out and we'd know the truth? Uh, if it was a hoax, yeah. Yeah. And I think that for yeah. every every episode we've done. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, I just wonder what people's like. I think you'd have to be properly, properly. Uh, I don't know what the appropriate word is. Deranged um, to keep up that. You have to be uh, a psychopath. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You probably the would. the next one, Dennis, is that she was mental. So she thought it was. She thought it. it, it she thought it was ghost, but actually, she was just yeah. mental. Which, to be honest, is actually really frightening if you think about it. Well, because that is actually quite scary. It is scary. It definitely is. But what you have to say is she made some bloody great music. Yeah, no, she she did. Was it worth it? Mm-hmm. Well, she had a good life. She that's the thing though is she didn't live a mental life. She's a totally normal <laughs> person. So in a way, yeah, in a way, it's actually quite a a good avenue for her mental illness if she was mental, I, which I don't think she was. I'd imagine. I'd imagine though if. If she was like uh, imagining all of it, um, and you're saying she lived a pretty normal life, I'd imagine that the first thing out of her mouth at any time you'd meet her was, "I get visited by ghosts." Like I couldn't see her not talking about that. I I think I get a very different impression of the woman. I get an impression of yeah. people would go, "Did you know? Did you know that Rosemary? Um, she transcribes for for ghosts, and she goes, oh, no, stop it, stop it.'" <laughs> Halloween must have been uh, must have been a terrible time for her. Oh, w- she wouldn't know what was happening. <laughs> Who do you think would be the worst composer to come visit her? Do you think there's any like um, really terrible ones that she's like, oh no? Oh, the lead singer of um, oh fuck oh, it, Mumford the lead Sons. singer. No worse, <laughs> worse. Uh, of um, uh, the the somethings. Come on, get it for me. The somethings. I predict a riot. Oh, the Kaiser Chiefs. Yes, the lead singer of the Kaiser Chiefs. Oh, that that would be. That would be pretty bad, to be honest. I think that would be top tier. The uh, final theory, Dennis, you brought this up in the episode. It was other mm. ghosts masquerading as, 
uh, as the actual composers. Well, I like I like this as a theory, right? Because um, I think that if you were in heaven and it was the way they're billing it, mm. it would get quite boring. Yeah, it, it inevitably would get quite boring. So I think people are just lost for something to do. There's a couple of like teenagers. It's probably a sick or not a sitcom, but it's probably like a Stranger Things um, show about this in heaven. Where they come across a portal, it's probably like a rip in time and space or whatever. And they realize, oh crap, we can go into this like wardrobe here and we can talk to this woman. Let's fucking mess with her and give her the worst music ever. Like that would be hilarious. I I think we'd do that. I think I think the problem with this for me, you poked a hole in this theory yourself. One, you said it. Somebody who'd never even heard of List, you said he's quite distinctive if you see him. And two, yeah, the music's quite good. So it doesn't it doesn't stack up. All right. But do you think that they can do any sort of like um uh prosthetics or makeup or anything in heaven? No. No. No, because I think that re- I, honestly, when you get to that stage, like all bets would be off up there. So you think when you go to heaven, like that's the only magical bit about it, and then it's just pure normal again. I think it's mostly normal. Yeah. I think it's a- but it's basically just life again up there. Yeah, right? I think it's pretty normal up there. Yeah, there'll be some Lando when you like go to heaven. You're like, wow. You're like, nah. Just like get those expectations down. It's pure normal. Like I don't, I like I don't see people going around Johnny Knoxville style cosmetics on. That I don't see. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm just saying. I thought heaven like was anything you could kind of conjure up. You could just get. No, there are rules like like that machine in Star Trek. It's not just people going off the deep end. I'd imagine that's probably what it would. No, no, it's it's like it's. I think John, they they have a good time, but they know they know when to call it. They know when to stop, yeah. and that's why they're that's in why they're up there. So, what do you think of this week's episode, Dennis? I like this. I like this episode. To be honest, it's that same thing of you know, like laughing about it now, but actually, even being close to that, to this woman and hearing the stories would freak me out. Something terrible. I, um, and do I believe that she was visited by ghosts? I think she. I think the most believable thing is she was. She was visited by a group of messers. That's my. That's like the strongest theory. That I, listen, I'm telling you, I only heard of this last week, and instantly, I just like it. I just believed it instantaneously. I don't have a single doubt about this. Uh, yeah, I know, but that, that doesn't mean anything. No, but you know me, though. I'm not a ghost guy. But this, no, this is spot definitely- on. No, you're not a ghost guy, but we, we have been doing like religious episodes the last couple of things, so I don't really know what's going on with you lately. So I'm <laughs> I'm I'm open to believe that you're you're getting hooked into the ghost no. just as much as I just aliens. think this has everything. It has what would you say? It has motive. You know, the ghosts want to compose music. There we we have physical evidence. She saw a picture of him and she recognized him. And we have the actual music afterwards. Like we have the actual yeah. physical music. So there's so much evidence here. It's like open shot yeah. case. If you think that it all follows a linear path which you're just assuming and ignoring that it could have been maybe constructed afterwards no okay good all right i think that does it for this week's episode um i have been the ghostly ghoul dennis <laughs> Len. you can find me at dennis Len 3d on instagram if you want to send us in some messages um please do uh, to our instagram account or to unexplained legends gmail.com that ghostly figure over there is Roger O'Sullivan and you can find me on Instagram at Roger O'Comedy um, I think the most important thing to tell him this week is the first episode of the extra bonus exclusive content on Patreon has uh, gone out called The Den Files where we're discussing this would actually be last week uh, we're discussing um, cosmic sperm that goes missing half of the world's known half the known half the known world whatever that <laughs> phrase is half of the world's cosmic sperm has gone missing and uh, also um, uh, an alien sighting over West Yorkshire. We're going to discuss two very cool things this week in the Den Falls. So if that's all we have to say, yeah. we're going to head on in there. Join us on Patreon for um, another half an hour of us behind the scenes, if you like. But other than that, uh, well, uh, we love you. Goodbye.